Hello, you wonderful lot. It's me. I'm back <laughs> with a brand new track. No, um, I'm not going to rap for you. What I am going to do is show you this. This is one last thing in the archives, really. Um, I got the opportunity to interview Ian Hall, a comedian with ADHD, who was performing at the Leicester Comedy Festival last year. And... I got the opportunity to interview him about his work and we had a discussion about disability in comedy and I can honestly say it was one of the most sort of insightful and educational interviews I've ever done and I'm really proud to sh share this with you. It's the last thing I've really got to share from my back catalogue so as of now we will be full steam ahead with the podcast guests. But I really hope you enjoy this. And yeah, I'm going to let it speak for itself. I hope you enjoy uh, previous Alex interviewing and being very excited about getting to work with the Leicester Comedy Festival. And I hope you enjoy it, Ian. All right, see you soon, guys. Bye. Well, I live in Wigston. I mean, you've only got to drive around Wigston. And the inspiration that literally seeps out of every building is incredible. I mean, it, you know, I mean, farm foods. Who can't be entertained by farm foods? I work with people with ADHD, and actually, when you meet a lot of people that are very similar, we're not all the same, but we are the same kind of different, and it's very empowering, really. You know, there are lots of places that you can have children. I don't like the N-word, you know, the normal word. I, I'm from Hinkley, I w originally. I wouldn't know... Normal if it reversed over me eight times. Those were excerpts from a conversation I had with local Leicester comedian Ian Hall, who is excited to be performing at the Leicester Comedy Festival. This is what he had to say. Enjoy. Thank you for taking the time to talk to me today, Ian. Let's start with how did you start in comedy? What is your style of comedy as a whole? Can you explain that to me and my listeners? Yeah, so um, I, I started doing stand-up comedy in 2011 on a bit of a whim, really. I'd, I'd never thought about doing stand-up in my life, and then I thought, a bit ADHD, really, as in it was just like I thought, I'll do it. And, yeah, just started kind of gigging loads, really. I never, I never really write anything down. I've been doing Leicester Comedy Festival. I've been in something every year since 2012. I ran my own comedy night in Leicester for a long time. I've done a lot of kids' comedy because I used to do improv and then we're asked to do a kids' improv. And I did that with my friend Lindsay. And then it became Lindsay and her son Henry and my daughter Neve. And then a few years ago, um, me and Neve started a double act. So I started a double act with a nine-year-old. How fabulous is that? I'm sure Neve's very proud of her dad. Right, Ian, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Describe your, your comedic style in three words. I would say ramshackle, but I would also say precise because, because it is always a bit daft uh, and it is ramshackle, but there's a lot of precision because... I always include like a lot of music cues and loads of stuff like that. And I, I might spend ages and ages trying to find the right bit of music and then sticking them together, you know. And then maybe there's a bit where I play something and I'm kind of 
I use the music as, and then I respond to what it says. So I have to leave the right gap. Yeah. So there's a lot, there's a lot of precision, you know, and I've made so many props out of cardboard and uh, I've devoted myself to going around charity shops buying just tat, really, that I feel I could incorporate into the show. Now, I want to get on to your neurodiversity. Your show for the Leicester Comedy Festival is called An Hour of ADHD. How do you reckon your neurodiversity and ADHD as a whole affect your comedic talents? Well, let's not use words like talents. I mean, you're very kind. But I think, um, well, my show is called specifically An Hour of ADHD Ian. So um, it is very specifically ADHD in relation to me. I did, the, show, the first show I ever did, first hour show was called An Hour of Ian. So this is an hour of ADHD in on the basis I've been diagnosed with ADHD in the meantime. Um, I would I would say it's quite hard with neurodiversity because if you speak to someone that's ADHD or autistic, they have no idea uh, or dyspraxic what it's like to not be that. And equally, someone that's not that has no idea really what it's truly like to be it. So it's kind of part of what you are, isn't it? Um, but I was thinking about it because you have to. So I would say... One thing is the fact that I just get inspiration driving around in the car. don't really know where it comes from. I think there's a randomness to being ADHD because your head's so full of stuff. You don't really know what's in there. And it, and it's a tendency for adults with ADHD to make sort of weird connections between things, you know, that seem logical but may not to other people. So you kind of chuck that all in. But it, it kind of seems to come together to me at least. Um being ADHD, you're often impulsive, so that could be quick-witted or that could be downright rude. But when you've got a microphone, surprising what you can get away with. To keep myself interested, I do always fill the show with quite a lot of variety. Yeah, I, I'd, I would find it very difficult to stand up and talk for an hour, and I'd bore myself to tears. So I don't. I, why anyone would else would want that, I don't know. I have to be completely honest with you here, Ian. One of the main reasons I wanted to talk to you today was your neurodiversity. I don't know whether you're aware, but I have cerebral palsy. And my cerebral palsy has really affected how I have an outlook on the world and my life in general. And I've got to be honest, I do find great enjoyment in when people tell me that I should do stand-up comedy, going, how rude, I can't stand. I wasn't aware. I think I think it is true, though, isn't it? It's very you can read a lot about it and you can try and understand it, but I don't think you can really know what it's like to have ADHD or cerebral palsy unless you have it. But similarly, we have no idea what it's like to be. I don't like the N word, you know, the normal word. I, I'm from Hinkley. I would originally I wouldn't know normal if it reversed over me eight times. It's like, but it's. I think it's just that thing of. I think a positive thing for me is, I mean, I, I have a lot of work, I work with people with ADHD, and actually when you meet a lot of people that are very similar, we're not all the same, but we are the same kind of different, and it's very empowering really, because in the groups we have, you'd stand out if you hadn't got ADHD. You know, in a group of people with cerebral palsy, you're not all the same, but you are same kind of different. Someone that turns up that's a bit ordinary, you know, stereotypical, uh, boring, 
they would feel a bit out of the depth. And I like a lot of the stuff I do when I've got a room full of people with ADHD because we, we're the normals, we're in the majority. So just going back to your thing about how Leicestershire has affected your comedy, you know, being from Hinckley and living in Wigston, what do you think brings all these comedians to Leicester? Why do you think the Leicester Comedy Festival works in this city in particular? Um, I think because Leicester, and this is what people say from inside the area, though, comedians from other areas, so Leicester's was very supportive, I think. I think people like each other. And I think there's such a diverse, you know, there's the character stuff, there's the deadpan stuff, there's the there's the more straight stand-up, there's, there's such a range of different things. And I don't think anybody, I think everybody likes other people being successful and they're very supportive of each other. And there's never been any weirdness going on in Leicester, which is great, isn't it? Because I know, I know, I know that sounds a bit pathetic, but there are other people you meet that do stand up in other areas and they'll say, oh, it's not like this where we are. So I think, I think that's one of the things. I think you, I think you can try anything in Leicester. I mean, nobody will turn up, but that's not the point. But uh, you can try anything. Thank you for taking the time to talk to me today, Ian. As a parting question, what's next for, you, for your career? What do you want to do in the future? Um, I, I genuinely don't know. Um, I'm trying to keep the double act with my daughter going now. She's 13. Uh, bribing her to be on stage with me. Uh, that's quite a big part of it. She's already spent all of the money that I've said I'd give her for the show in February. Uh, that's gone. Um, I don't know about stand-up. I think, I, think um, I had a lot of adrenaline and focus when I started and it's fizzled out a bit. So I don't, I don't know. I'd like to do something a bit different, but I don't know what that is anymore. I don't know what different is. Maybe I'll start doing more fun ADHD things. Maybe, maybe that's a thing. Maybe it's a way of getting more people to think about ADHD by presenting it in a different way. That's the thing, isn't it? That sounds like an amazing idea, Ian. And I can't wait to see where that takes your career. Any parting words for my listeners? I think, I think that's probably a no, isn't it? I, f- I thought for a little bit, probably being ADHD is, you either say the first thing that comes into your mind, which was going to be Happy Christmas, and then I thought, that's a bit stupid. And then because I was thinking of something else to say that wasn't so stupid, I ended up saying nothing. So I will just say Happy Christmas. You know, be nice to each other. And uh, what comes up must comes down. Must come down. And um, there are worse things in life than being called Ian. I thoroughly enjoyed that interview with Ian, a truly unique individual. It was great to have an insight into his career, how his ADHD has affected him, and just his insight into life, really. If you want to see his show, which I highly recommend, it's on this Sunday, the 13th, at Firebug, between 4 and 5pm. Highly recommended, folks. Can't wait. Thanks, Ian, for taking the time to talk to me. All right, bye. This has been a Brennan Audio Production.